Hey there, audio listener. Producer Jake here. You're listening to an excerpt from a longer conversation with HousingWire's lead analyst, Logan Motoshami. The full public version of this episode will drop soon, but if you'd like to hear Dale and Logan's full conversation, all you have to do is visit dalemillion.com forward slash diamond club to join a members-only group that gets exclusive access to Dale's full conversations with the industry's heaviest hitters. Again, that's dalemillion.com forward slash diamond club. D-I-A-M-O-N-D-C-L-U-B. Thanks and enjoy the clip. Yeah, being a baby boomer, I wasn't too happy about that 2015 silver tsunami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're housing, it's, it's, really, it's really interesting. Our biggest, most untalented American people are these housing crash addicts, but they're really great <laughs> professional grifters. I mean, I just look at them and just go, this is hilarious. If you actually look at them as a comedy, all their stuff is nonsense. And uh, they've really like tricked people in a sense that baby boomers were like all going to for some reason, all sell at a certain period of time to a group of people that they weren't going to give a market bid. They were going to discount their homes 25, 35, 40%. Panic selling. The new grift uh, talk in 2022 is panic selling. Like American homeowners who are positive cash flow are going to sell their homes at a 25 to 35% discount uh, just to get out at all costs. That's a stock trader getting a margin call at 1250 from an American <laughs> homeowner. So I always joke. Now, now they're saying educated, positive cash flow homeowners. Well, we're just going to wake up one day and go, honey, we're going to sell our homes not at market, but at twenty-five to thirty-five percent off, just to get out. And oh, we don't have anywhere else to live. We'll be homeless. You know, James and and Diane will be eating out of a trash can. No, that's not how homeownership works. That's stock trader language. So. Be yep. skeptical of these, uh, what I call fanatics, who just literally spent their adult life trolling the U.S. housing market for 10 years. I call it the lost decade. Housing bubble boys 2.0 turned to forbearance crash bros. It's just it's just what it is. This is we, we live in a society where this kind of information gets a lot of clicks. So for the 2022 purchase market, uh, you're feeling bullish, bearish? Where are you at on that? My sales ranges in the in last year were... Um, existing home sales about 5.84 million to 6.2 million which was higher than what we had in uh 2020 and for, for the most part it roughly stayed in that range toward the end of the year we actually uh, uh purchase application data mortgage demand picked up um so it was, it was a little bit above that this uh this year is a little bit lower about 5.74 to 6.1 million uh, 6.116 million so it's roughly the same uh kind of range I, i'm not a housing sales boom or credit person just because Housing tenure from 1985 to 2007 was five years. From 2008 to currently, it's over 10 years. In some parts of the U.S., it's 15, 16, 17 years. I'm, myself, I've lived in my home for 17 years. Things are a little bit different in terms of turnover. So sales have limits. But I've always said years 2020 to 2024, one thing that should happen is total home sales should be 6.2 million and up. Uh, that's something that couldn't have happened from 2008 to 2019. So 2020 check, 2021 check, 2022 is already being checked. Uh, for everyone out there that wants to have an idea of where housing is going, all you really need to do is look at the mortgage purchase application data from the second yep. week of January to the first week of May. As long as the year-over-year data is stable, that's housing will be stable. COVID-19 has ruined so many year-over-year charts, so you have to do uh, COVID-19 adjustments. What happened last year is housing data uh, look negative just because we had a surge in demand in 2020. So pe people thought it was negative in terms of demand falling. It was never falling. It was very stable. So once you make some COVID-19 adjustments, you can get a sense of where uh, housing is going. Again, the, any kind of slowdown in terms of days of market needs rates above 4%. So yep. uh, always keep an eye on that 1.94% level. 
Well, and, and for the audience, um, I want to make sure I point out that you said something really, really important for all these lenders and all these loan originators that are out there, and it's this. You said it's going to be about flat on sales, which means that when you consider the fact that we're predicting and expecting a drop-off in the number of originators and the number of lenders in the U.S. in 2022 because of the rising rates, and some of them just aren't going to make it. We're already seeing some layoffs. That means those who stay and do it well will actually see an increase in their numbers and can see a record year in 2022, which I've been predicting um, since, you know, middle of last year, even with the rate rises coming that we knew were going to happen. So now I'm going to ask you to shift your, your focus a little bit. I'm going to have you put your originator hat back on for a minute because you had 20 years in the business and a bunch of those as an originator. What would you be recommending today? to originators to just capitalize on this marketplace and and you know to, to approach it with confidence and approach it with the right mindset and any advice you would give there? Connect with your clients uh, personally. Yep. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Amen. 